What's up everyone, Mega Man here. Um, I wanted to drop a bonus episode. Um, you know, my boy uh Tito uh Rodriguez, we all know him in Long Beach as or everyone else as the Hood Santa. He says to me, Mega Man, just drop the episode. Um, from times like these, what's going on with the coronavirus, curfew starts tonight. Um, little by little, a lot of the military bases in LA and everything will, I think in a way it's going to be martial laws or curfew. So little by little, um, everything's going to be changing, uh, little by little day by day and night by night. Um, my boy Tito, I was supposed to put this episode 137 out, um, next month, but when Tito said, Hey man, just drop the episode. And I told him, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, man. So, um, I'm going to drop this episode. Uh, I hope everyone listens to this episode. It's an inspiration. Um, I know everyone right now, it's times are hard right now, guys. I I totally get it. You know, um, a lot of businesses are closing down, people getting laid off. Uh, There's a lot of depression. Um, People worried about what are we going to do? How are we going to make it day by day or anything? Um, It's just everyone's on panic mode and I get it, you know, and everyone's has to stay home and, you know, everyone's getting that cabin fever and this or whatsoever, um, you know, to spend time with your family, you know, listen to podcasts, listen, listen to inspiration stuff. I mean, we have to be, be caught up on the news, what's going on with, uh, with Corona, but you know, I, in a, in a way you have to really, really think and like, you know, with situations like this, guys, we do not want it to be how it was right now in Italy where the death toll is like rising up. And this is one of the reasons why we, a lot of places close. Uh, we have to stay home, wash our hands and this or whatsoever, um, because we do not want to get other people um, affected, you know, with this uh, coronavirus and all that. Even Mega Man, you know, um, I had a cold and um, I know um, I got checked to make sure, um, you know, I was really, really sick. Um, I got checked at Kaiser and uh, on the test. I didn't have no coronavirus, no fever, but I had diarrhea. You know, I had uh, headaches, you know, runny nose, you know, sick and everything. But um, I, the doctor said, hey, man, I can't have you go to work and get everyone sick and everything. So um, they, they, gave, they, they gave me the whole week off. And, you know, to be honest, I'm getting better, taking my vitamin C, um, drinking lots of water, um, taking my Airborns, um, 7-Up Vicks, you know, resting much as I can. And that's the least I can do. I'm just spending time with my kids, um, trying to spend time with a lot of, you know, uh, you know, try, I, ha- I have to go see my daughter hopefully this Sunday, but um, I want to be better first. I don't want to get my daughter sick because of her, mu- her immune system is really low. And also, um, I'm going to hopefully I can see my son Emiliano. Um, I don't want to see him when we know his dad is sick, which is me. So I'll probably do all that stuff hopefully next week. But um, I have to do my part too, guys, like everyone else. And um, I just want to say also, um, I think the crackdown where... A lot of the grocery stores are kind of, you know, doing limits now of toilet paper and water and Lysol sprays and this or whatsoever. Let's kind of contribute. Let's not just hoard off everything and try to get everything. You know, it's 
We can't be greedy like that, you know. We have to help each other out. We have to help our neighbors. We have to help everyone because, I mean, we all live in the United States and we have to be there for each other. And this is one of the reasons why this was a good idea for Tito to tell me, drop this episode of episode 137 with my boy Tito, the Hood Rodriguez, you know, and everything, the Hood Santa. And um, I hope you really enjoy this episode. When times get tough, you know, we, we have to be there for each other. So let's try to be there for each other. Let's help each other out um, and everything. And and please, um, if you like this episode, follow my boy uh, Tito Rodriguez on Instagram at the Hood Santa. Um, you can... Um, Find my podcast on all the podcast platforms on Apple, Stitchers, uh, Google, uh, Android, Anchor, Spotify, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, I already posted um, all the the podcast platforms so you can find my podcast at. And please go on Apple Podcasts if you have time. Um, just a rate um, and just write a review of what you think about the podcast because I always um, I always want to look at those because um, I want to make the podcast for you better to listen and I want to hear your um, what am I what am I doing right or what am I doing wrong it doesn't matter if it's a one star or three stars or four stars or five um, I want you to just be very honest with me because um, each episode I'm taking it I take my episode very very serious guys and I want to make it better for everyone else uh, to listen, not only you, but everyone else um, around the world. Um, But that's about it, guys. So um, I'm dropping this episode a little early because my boy Tito wants it and we need to have more inspiration and we need to like shed light and let's try to be there for each other. Let's try to contribute. And like I said, be there for each other you know, help each other out when times like this get needs. And also, um, if you ever have time, uh, prayers go out to everyone that is going through some hard times right now with a situation like this. Okay. Uh, much love and everything. And, uh, I hope you enjoy this episode 137 with my boy, the man, the myth, the legend. We all know him, Tito Rodriguez, but the hood Santa. All right. Hope you like this episode. Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 137. Uh, right now, I'm in the city of Downey um, in a secret location. Well, I actually can't say secret. This is uh, my boy, uh, Tito. The Nut House. The Nut House. You call it the Nut House? Yeah. And uh, my boy, Tito, the Hood Santa Rodriguez. I had him as one of my past <laughs> guests in my early, early stages of the Mega Man's podcast. On, uh, if you want to check it out, it's on episode forty. Uh, he has a nonprofit organization called the Local Hearts Foundation, and he does so much for the community of Long Beach. Again, once again, Tito, what's up, man? What's happening, brother? Thank uh, you. I mean, hey, that was a big intro, bro. You're making me. Making me have to step it up. No, not like Bethos. It wasn't like Bethel Durant's, you know. Bethel, what's up, Bethel? Bethel, what's Has up? Has Bethel been on your podcast? Bethel, if you're hearing... Bethel, you, you you're know, tripping, bro. You better get on this thing he's, before he's Joe, the next Joe Rogan. I told him to come on, but he doesn't want to come on. I was like, ah, I'm too good for that, you know? Oh, nah, he wouldn't say that. Nah. <laughs> I, saw him, I saw him a couple weeks ago. He, uh, he's busy. Busy, busy. He's yeah. doing everything. He gave me a couple pointers here. He did? Yeah, he's yeah. a cool dude. It's I love a, that guy. It's funny how I met him. I met him... 
uh, I, I got invited to go talk to uh, Liz from Journey of Love and Hope. Yes. Uh, to go share, you know, uh, what I was doing with my nonprofit. And as I'm sitting there talking to uh, to Liz from Journey of Love and Hope, uh, I met Bethel. You know, he was there too. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm telling her all these stories about my life, my childhood. Yeah. And he's like, hey, bro, you want to be on my podcast? And I was like, <laughs> and then he tells me I, I've never had uh, my podcast is it's all athletes I've never had anybody on there who's not an athlete you're going to be the first person on there it's called living the dream he said and what you're doing is living the dream yes you know so so it was cool thanks big shout out to Beto yeah for, uh, for having me on there he's a cool dude man he's yeah a cool dude. I heard that episode up oh, no lie Tito like about 20 times really uh, because it really it hit home. I'll try not to cry because it got really emotional in the end because your story of everything that you've been through, like when when you were saying that, you know, your father committed suicide and your mother had to take over and Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. You yeah. know, and all that where you've been through and stuff. It just it really hit home. I think that's all of us, you know, yeah. maybe not exactly identical, but we all have pieces of that, you know, mm-hmm. in our families. You and know? and also it talks. And you also said about uh, you had your car, you had all these toys and everything. You yeah. couldn't even drive. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing them out the window. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, dead serious. That's how we had it going. We would fill the car up, and uh, and it'd be HJ and myself. And it's like, hey, bro, throw it in the back. And he's like, pull up, pull over to the side. You see a dad and you know pushing a stroller. They're kind of looking at you like, what do you want? You're like, hey, what's up, man? What's happening? They're kind of giving you the dirty, like the side eye, you know, like, what do you, what do you want? And you pull out a Spider-Man or whatever, if it's a little girl, a little Barbie, like, hey, you want a toy for your, your daughter? Yeah. And you kind of take the guard down, like, you sure? Yeah, here you mm-hmm. go, Merry Christmas or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we wanted to just kind of uh, give back, you know, and it was, uh, it was such a... Didn't it was so unorganized? I would say you know, at the be, time. To be honest, you know? <laughs> but it was great. You know, it was great to be unorganized because uh, it really showed uh, that we were in this for the right reasons. You know, it wasn't like all right, we got a checklist and we have to make a you know twenty five of these items and forty of these items and we got to hit a target. It was more like, hey, bro, we're gonna just cruise through the city and you know whenever we see a family or some kids, you know uh, the, the you, you know they're in the hood. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know you know, ask the parents, whoever's with them, hey, you guys need a couple couple toys? And, you know, of course, you know, most of them, all of them say, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think we've had one person to tell us no, you know. And uh, now it's, you know, now it's so cool that people recognize us now, you know. They're like, Hood Santa, you know. Yeah. Like, come up to the neighborhood and, you know, people are like, Hood Santa, what's up? You know, it's yeah. like, hey, come to this apartment. And then we end up going to that apartment. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, go in there, bro. Let the kids know. And they end up helping us. You know, it's like they almost end up volunteering to do something cool, too, which is what you want to do. You want to, you know, uh, spread the word. Right. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people don't know that they that they also could do it. And then they see it being done through them. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you end up giving them toys to give out. And they're just as part of it as you are, you know. So and then they start hitting you back. Like, hey, when are you doing the next thing? You know, it's like, so you start building like a cool little uh, team, you know, mm-hmm. a cool team. Because without without a team, man, you know, it'd just be me and HJ, you know, doing mm-hmm. a lot of work. You know, right. as as it's grown now, you know, we gave out a thousand turkeys, bro. I saw the like, pallets. There's pictures oh, of you dude. and your wife, and you're like, there's like a pallet of turkeys. Oh yeah, there's tons of pallets. Uh, 
thousand. We ended up doing a thousand thirteen turkeys was the number. Uh, wow! Uh, it was November twenty third. We gave a thousand thirteen turkeys, and then you know, everything. Uh, the goal is to like double it, you know. Mm-hmm. So the year before that, we did seven fifty. Mm-hmm. So we didn't double it, but you know we got a lot of turkeys. I saw like long. Know? There was like long lines, one across the street, right there by MacArthur yeah, Park. Yeah, we had about two city blocks. Wow. In lines, and then you know we got Christine Divine, Fox Eleven News. I saw that they came out. Uh, that alone, right there, has been a big, big, big help, big blessing because it's a, uh, it's open. You know, you know the TV door. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's like you. You say. How can my podcast, you know, blow up? You're always thinking, man, if I could only get it on this, right? Yeah. Whatever. Kiss FM, whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Then you, your numbers would go through the roof, right? Yeah. So that that's what happened to us. It's like uh, we did that, you know, that little interview about the backpacks mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Christine Devine where she set us up. We did like a in, in-studio interview with Marla Tellez and Bob DeCastro, and they asked us what we were doing and how long. And then that, uh, them sharing it, the doors just open to people wanting to help, you know. So people started trickling in, you know, hey, you know, we got 20 backpacks. Hey, bro, I seen what you guys are doing. Uh, hey, bro, I want to buy 30 backpacks. And it's like, whoa. It's like, really? Like, wow, the power of TV, the power of those doors, you know, is incredible. Yeah. So we built a pretty cool relationship with Christine Devine. And trip out, bro, you know how I met Christine Devine? How'd you meet her? You're going to laugh. Be on Instagram. <laughs> I was sending her messages, bro. Like, hey, check out what we're doing over here. And she never responded. And then I said, I don't care. I'm going to send her a message. Sounds like day. me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, get that's what it takes. When I get guessed. But that's what it takes, you know. Yeah. It takes that person to, to keep going and going and going and going and going until they finally say, okay, let me see what this, this dude sent me. 7,000 messages. Let me see what he wants, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't send 7,000. You know who's been know. looking at my stories a lot lately? Ooh. I don't even know who this was. Uh, Carly Cartwright. You know that? Does it ring a bell? Mm-mm. She does the voice for Bart Simpson's on The Simpsons show. Oh, there you go. See, so I didn't. You might I, even be on The Simpsons soon. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I let her know, like, hey, I would love for you to come on the podcast. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of celebrities. See, mm-hmm. like, okay, but sometimes you think, is it really them, or is it, you know, but it, it don't matter. Let's let's say it's them, uh-huh. you know, and you got her eyes, you know. Yeah. And if not, keep asking her. Yeah. Until eventually, she fires the person that didn't tell her that you've been asking for a year. And then she's like, what's this guy want me to do? All right, let's check him out. You never know, you know? So she came down to uh, to MacArthur Park? Yeah, she came down to MacArthur Park and uh, just saw what we were doing and said, hey, you know, I like what you guys are doing. I, I want to help you guys, you know, share. Mm-hmm. It's really, you know, man, she's so nice, bro. We I took her to Babette Bakery, bro. Oh, right there? Okay. Yeah. So when Get we the did, cookies? Yeah. <laughs> she treated too, man. Dang. Yeah, she's nice, bro. <laughs> I took her to the, you know, to the local bakery, right? And, uh. Uh, we ordered and I was gonna pay, and she said, No, no, I got it. And I was like, Whoa, all right, cool. You know, I got treated by Street Divine, <laughs> pretty cool, anyhow. So, you know, the story grew. You know, she, she, you know, we told her that, you know, we there's this guy that we want to do something special for. His name's Jesse Alcala, right? He's the father of five girls. I saw that. So, oh, I thought it was four, I didn't know it was no, five. It was five. Oh, five wow, girls. yeah, okay. I think, I think it's, I think they're 12 to like four years old or something, right? Wow. And uh, so we would see him 
at our events standing in line. You know, it's hard. It's hard not to notice those kind of. I saw him yes. I saw him yesterday because he. I think that one of the daughters goes to the same school as my son. Oh, okay. At Lincoln. Okay, maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. So that was, I knew that was him. Yeah, they live like on tenth. They live on tenth and MLK. Right there. Yeah. There you go. I know where it's at. That. Yeah. So, so we would see him standing in line, you know, and uh, you know, caught my eye, caught caught a couple people's eye. So I would always see him, be like, "What's up, man?" And uh, so. At our last year, last Christmas, not just Christmas just passed, the other Christmas, we had raised their scooter, uh, donate scooters to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we did is we raffled them off, right? And uh, I'm, I wasn't in charge of any of that. So who's in charge? So who's in charge of all the events that day is my older brother, Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, boy. You know? <laughs> you can get the job done. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm, I'm a pushover. I don't know how to say no, so... I just said, no, nah, I'm going to let my brother do all that hard stuff, you know? <laughs> you know? So that day, uh, that that Christmas event, he stood in line, right? And uh, we said, we had mentioned, hey, stick around. We had Calypso from uh, the radio station, you know, iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. You know, say, stick around. We're going to be, don't, you know, raffling bikes and Razor scooters, toys, special giveaways. So he was in, he waited for a Razor scooter for hours, in hopes he was going to win one. Oh, wow. I didn't know this. My brother tells me this after the fact. So my brother sees him standing and, he, you know, when he was watching him as they read the numbers and he was, you know, like Calypso was doing the numbers, 4, 3, 28, whatever, right? And he's looking at him and he's like, dang, I didn't get it. All right, but we got, we still got a couple more chances. They're going to do another few more scooters. They got like five, ten of them, whatever, right? So he, my brother saw him standing in line for hours so my brother went and gave him a scooter. You know, my brother's like, this guy's standing, he's been here for hours waiting for a scooter. Just give him one. I didn't know. My brother did this all on his own. He did the right thing. I, you all know, right. Yeah, all you right, know. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, yeah, he killed it, you know? Hell yeah. So he told me this after. After I told him what we were going to do. You know, I said, hey, bro, you know, we're going to, we want to do something special for for Jesse, you know? Like, I tested him again at the, I, I tested him at the Thanksgiving event. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, uh, we, like you said, we have these big lines now. You know, we yeah, have, they're big. Yeah, we have you know, couple you know, a thousand plus people show up. You know, two city blocks. You know, uh, uh, lines. You know, yeah. so so you know, I do my rounds and I walk the line to you know to assure people, hey, there's enough turkeys. Like, just be patient. You know, we don't want them to be like start arguing or whatever. I go and keep the peace. What up, man? I end up talking to. Almost everybody, you know? Yeah, What's yeah. up, T? What's up, Hussein? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, thanks for coming. We got turkeys for you guys. We got diamond supply, too. We had diamond donated, like, uh, three, 4,000 items, bro. We'll get to diamond later. Yeah, yeah. yeah just just to tell you, oh, yeah. the, the, you know, the amount of stuff Super we had. Super nice guy. And, uh, you know, the presence that we had in the city, you know, everybody knew about it. It was like, you know, if you show up, you're going to get a turkey and you're going to get, you know, three, $400 worth of diamond. Each person. You know, so yeah, and like had, a little backpack full of yeah, stuff. Yeah, wow. So, so uh, yeah, we had a bunch of bags. So anyhow, I'm walking through the line, and I see him, and he's almost at the very end of the line, right? So I'm walking. I'm like, hey, what up? I'm talking. I'm like, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, and I did the test, you know, because usually people they see me and they're so far in the line they usually do like, hey, bro, you think you can take us to the front, like? I got to go to work. Oh, they'll say something, you mm-hmm. know. 
my my cat is locked outside. I need to get home and feed it. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? I left the beans cooking and yeah, I got to yeah. go right back, you know, whatever, you know? And, and you know, sometimes I do it. depends on, you know, if it's an older lady or whatever, you know, you, you find you try to justify why because you, you don't want to do it all the time because it's not fair, right? Pulling people out. What about the people that have been standing in line for two hours and you just take somebody up to the front just because? Yeah. So I was waiting for him to pull that question. Uh-huh. Like I engaged him, you know, I was like, hey, how you guys doing? You know, the girls are like, hi, thanks again. They're so nice. The little girls are so nice and sweet, right? Thanks. Thanks for, for giving us a turkey. And then he says something like, hey, thanks, bro. Like we really need a turkey for Thanksgiving. And uh, I was waiting for that question, bro. I, in my head, I was doing the countdown. Like, here it comes. Five, four, three, two, one. And he didn't ask it. So I was like, oh, this is this is an all right dude. Like, he'll stand out here for a turkey for hours for his daughters. Right? So it, like, it hit me, you know. I was like, my compassion level just went through the roof, you know. I was like, man, this is a good man. You know, this is a good guy, you know. So... I waited for them to come all the way up, watched them, you know, get closer, closer. He did the whole, he waited in line for hours, bro. Okay, like everybody. Got his bag, stanked me. And then that night, I went home and I started thinking, I'm like, let me follow this guy. So I started following him on Instagram. Hmm. And I started seeing what he was doing. You know, I'm like, man, this guy's walking his daughters to school. This guy's, in, you know, cleaning. Like Single father. Yeah, this guy's going at it, you know. This guy's... Then, you know, he's taking the bus to work. You know, he ended, he works, he works at Del Taco, not even in Long Beach. He's go, he's taking the Metro rail from Long Beach, the, the bus from Long Beach to San Pedro to go to work, you know, to oh. take care of his girls. Right. Okay. So it's okay. I know I, I, maybe he works at the one by my work. <laughs> maybe. A, there's a Del Taco. Yeah, maybe. So, you know, I started seeing all this stuff and I'm like, I'm like, this is, this guy's all right. Like, this is a good dude, you know? Like, you know, he's got five little girls, and he's grinding, and he's doing what he has to do, you know, to to put some food on their table and teach them how to be good, you know? Yeah. So we we got together. I said, hey, man, you know, let's do something special for this guy. For Christmas, you know, let's go pay him a visit. I talked with H.J., and, uh, and we decided we were going to pay his rent. But we told Christine Devine that we wanted to do something special for him, so we, she said, hey, I know a dude that dresses like the Grinch. He does the Grinch for all kinds of nonprofits, you know, you name it, the Lakers organization parties. He does, he's the Grinch at the Christmas parties. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be involved. All right, let's go. So we went and paid him a visit, and uh, we ended up giving the kids, you know, tons of toys, uh, clothing, uh, and we ended up paying his rent, and Christine Devine shared it. So... She shared it, and uh, the the response to it was incredible. You know, it's, again, TV, you know, and, you know, people, people, you don't got to be rich to want to help somebody like that. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm rich. I'm going to help a dude that needs it. You know, it's like, hey, I'm doing all right. Like, hey, I got an extra whatever, 50 bucks, whatever, you know, whatever you're, you're compelled to give, give out or, you know, help somebody with. So we got a lot of that. We got a lot of that, and I put out the word that we were going to try and buy him a car. Oh, wow. So we ended up buying him a van, and Christine Devine uh, and Marla Tellez, who's another host on there, uh, helped uh, raise the funding for that. They buy that story, sharing the story, and them getting the response like, hey, we got people 
that are riding us to the station that want to do something for him. They donate gift cards to them. You know, uh, you know what I what I what I learned is like it takes the hood to save the hood. It's not the rich helping, bro. It's the hood to saving it's the hood. It's us doing it. It's it takes the hood to save the hood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's you're not gonna get some rich dude from Huntington Beach. You might. The the odds are slim. You're yeah. not gonna get a rich dude from Huntington Beach to come out and be like, "Hey, I'm in Long Beach. I'm MacArthur Park. I'm gonna give out 500 backpacks." It's like one in a million. It's right not there. gonna happen. Slight chance, you know. Yeah. It's gonna be us who do it. You know, it's fine. We we grew up there. Uh, we know what it's like to be there, the struggle, how hard it is. So it's, it's hard, it, man. It's, it's good that, you know, that we can do that. And it, it's not me alone. It's, it's a team. You know, it's a team of people. It's a, it's a, you know, a, a group effort, you know. Uh, HJ, the guy that, you know. Yeah. He does all the, you know, all the stuff that, you know, nobody sees. But without him doing it, bro, it wouldn't work. You know what I mean? He's everywhere. He's, yeah, he's behind, behind the scenes. <laughs> he's everywhere, you know? And he's the one who's like half Cambodian, half Mexican? Uh, he's half Korean, half Mexican. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's been doing this with me. Uh, it's going to be 10 years. Wow. 10 years we've been doing it. But it's good, man. It's good. Uh, it's taken over like everything, every part of my life. It's uh, But it's cool. It's, it's a different kind of reward, you know? It's like a... It does something for your soul, you know what I mean? It's not it's not a monetary you don't get paid to do this. It's not, you know, there's there's no big gold chain at the you know, at the end of the you know, finish line. It's none of that. Is you get to see families go home happy and you get to see that single mom, that single dad, you know, get some Christmas gifts for their kids, you know, uh that you that you can you know, we're able to help them get, you know, and it's like that alone is priceless, bro. That feeling, that feeling alone is priceless. You know? I, I totally get it. Like having that feeling, like you do it because you're not doing it because you have to do it because you want to. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the struggles, like, you know, like what's going on in Long Beach because of the homeless deficit is so high right mm-hmm. now. I mean, we never, we don't, we don't know what goes on with why a lot of those people are homeless. They maybe they lost their home. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can't get back from recession. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, f- I feel like to me, I feel like you're like the only one giving back to Long Beach. Ah, uh, you know what? Thank thank you for for saying that. But you because know, I see it, because I mean, I mean, I live in Long Beach because yeah. I live on the like Cambodian town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's where we do most of our giving. Yeah, yeah, right there. At the like, park. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. And and I, I just I I don't see anyone doing that. Only I see you, and and when I started following you and see what you were doing. Um, I remember Cynthia at the time, like, hey, you need to get Tito on your podcast. It's like, yeah. and I, at the time, I, I was like, who's Tito? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but now when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't aware of this. Right, right. And ever since then, I've been following you and, and well, I met, you. and I met so many good people because of, because of you, uh, Sonia. Yeah. You know, that's one of your childhood friends. Yeah. Uh, Junior from Bomb Ass Tacos. Yeah, Junior killed it. So at our turkey event, he gave out 2,000 tacos. Bro. Yeah, I saw that. Had a line wrapped around the block. So nice. How, how do you know him? <laughs> uh, you know what? I just met him, like, just random through the streets, too, bro. You know? And uh, he held off his one-year anniversary to do the event with with us, the Diamonds and Turkey event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, hey, bro, I'm going to do, a, you know, uh, an event. And I told him what I was doing. And he said, hey, let's do it together. Perfect. He, dude, he cooked all day, bro. 
he got down. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's he's a such a I when I when I did when I had him on my podcast a while back, he was kind of more iffy, but when he saw how I am yeah. in person like this guy has a heart. This guy yeah. cares about Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. And he ever since then, I don't want to be a per, I don't want to have a guest where I have a guest on and I don't see him no more. Yeah. I always want to the, the guest I always want to show love and yeah. now he's like Mega Man, you, I'll give you, I'll hook you up. I was like, no, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. that's how he is. Yeah, no, but he is. but he's so humble. He's a good dude, yeah. super humble guy. Yeah. Then that's now, why his business is working. You know, yeah, it's, it's paying off. You know, it it it's too hard to be a jerk, bro. Like, who wants to be that? Right? I don't want to be no. Right? So it's like, it's, just be cool. You know, so that's kind of, I guess you know, as you get older, you you realize that. You know, it's like it's. It's it's a lot easier to be a cool dude and be cool to everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't be selective, you know. And mm-hmm. of course, you're not gonna get along and click with everybody. That's just course, you know, the you way know? it is. But do your part to be cool, even if you don't. Just all right. I'll see you when I see you, and move on. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, respect to Junior and bomb ass tacos. You know, my daughter loves those tacos, bro. I get the Cali burrito. Yeah. That's hey, that chili is fire, man. <laughs> and the the way how he cuts the pastor, yeah. and the guy slices up the pineapple, goes all the way across. Yeah, is this? And ever since then, I've been going there. But now it's a hard work too, dude. One time I was back there with him, just talking, you know, because he's back there busy. You know? Yeah, he's and like, the side, inside. you don't see him, but he's yeah. right there. So he told me, "Come inside." And I went. In, <laughs> bro, I was in there for like ten minutes, and I was melting. I it's was hot like, in there. It's hot in there. I was like this. And imagine working. Being on the go like he is, like and he's that. wearing a sweater. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, we way too hot, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Junior, man, for the listeners. Go check out his uh, his ta- his tacos, bomb ass tacos. He's on Seven. Seventh and Juan Apero. Yeah, Seventh and Juan Apero. I'm gonna be there tonight. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there tonight because this food is so bomb. And and having a lot of people who heard the podcast episode forty, uh, the hood footy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Liz from uh, Journey Love and uh-huh. Hope, you know, and, and and a lot of people are, and they're like inspired, like, yeah. And it wasn't because I I wanted to bring you on because of the numbers. I wanted to bring you on because I wanted because of you. I see you as an inspiration to me Thank because you. what I did last year and I realized what I want for the podcast for two thousand twenty. I know I do a lot of beer talks and everything, yeah, yeah. and I wanted to go. I need Mega Man needs to be. I need. I need to have a challenge. Yeah. So I wanted to do is well. Wait, I'm always traveling to Inland Empire. I'm always doing this. I want to stay home. Okay. What I wanted to do is I wanted to get back to community. I want to help out with small business people who are doing uh, nonprofit organizations and all that stuff to get the word out. Thank you. Because. Yeah, we need it. We, we need, need it. Yeah. We need it, you know, and that's what I want to do to shed light of what's going on in LA with the homeless population. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really bad. Yeah, it is. And what do we what do we have to do, you know? Yeah. And and a lot of people were telling me, man, you got to get the Mayor Garcia's on. Um, I was supposed to have uh, Anna, the the councilwoman. What happened with that? Um, I'm spending talks. I don't know. Okay. We're trying to see. I know she's busy right now because I think like they're trying to see who's going to vote for somewhere in oh, February. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I can try to get her on because she, I had a lot of ideas and stuff. So I know. And she was, I think she lives kind of by me. Yeah. She so does. She stays in 6th District. Right? Yeah. So I wanted to get a lot of people on to see what, what can we do to help out the city. Right. Because... You see Long Beach changing so much dramatically. Yeah. Well, you you got to do, you just got to do something cool, you know? It's yeah. Like, 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 you know, I could talk from my experience. Like, I just knew that I wanted to help people yeah. in the city. 
That's my city. I grew up there. Born yeah. and raised there. You know what I mean? Even though you don't live in Long Beach, you've been Downey, but you still now, go to... Now yeah. I live in Downey. But, but that's my, the Mexican Beverly Hills. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, so I grew up in Long Beach, though. You know? Yeah. My childhood was in Long Beach. I ran up and down every street you could think of since I was six years old, believe it or not. Yeah. You know? I, uh, and I remember how poor, you know, we were and how... In my era, maybe, maybe, it, maybe the way I see it in my head is like I got along with everybody. Now, when I go over there, it seems like it's a ghost town. It's right. It's yeah. like everybody's to themselves and like yeah. nobody hangs out together. No one's I, playing outside no more. Yeah, like nothing. So, so that that was part of why I wanted to do it too. Is like. You know what happened to the na- neighbors? To hanging bring people out? together. Yeah, you know what happened to the neighbors hanging out, breaking bread together, playing together. Like I didn't see any of that, so I was like, you know what? What can I do? So you know what? Let's just give. Let's bring the people out. Let's bring them out and let's let's get them to engage. Let's get them to talk to each other. Let's see what happens. Mm, yeah. Let's see what happens. You know? Yeah. And uh, and it's and it's worked. It's worked at all our events. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's worked at our events where you get you know a group of people that come from this side of town and another group of people they come from this side of town and they end up volunteering together and the next thing you know you see them together going to work out or he is like all right cool you know like it's it's still there it's not missing it's just the engagement in the city has gone so dark and it's like drop nobody's being cool to each other like you go into the store people are like mad it's like it's like a dark cloud or something you, you know? know what when you talked about that I see Long Beach like that when you see people, they're not socialized, they're on their phones, social media, and I feel like they just want to stay home and be on their iPads and stuff and not get to talk to people. Yeah. You know, and I I remember I had Amanda uh, from the Phoenix Rise Project, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen when our families or relatives are not there to be there for us? Who's our our last line of defense? You know, our neighbors. We got to be close to our neighbors, you know, stuff like that. We need to be reunite in Long Beach I don't see that it's like it's like different cliques yeah 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 you you know what man it's it's uh it's sad bro because you know it's we should all be cool to each other and you know Uh and you know all the killings and all that that's stupid you know it's nonsense you know it's uh it's almost like we're all cool until we get into middle school and then we have to pick. It's like, why? Why can't we just all stay cool with each other? Mm, that's, you, got a, that's you, know? a, you got a good it's point. Like, it's like, why does it have to be that way? I you saw know? that when... Um when I when I went when I moved, first moved to uh, Long Beach and I went to Lakewood High, mm-hmm. he's like, I, I, I met a lot of cool people, but it's like, you can't be around that because that's the Cambodian side. Yeah. That's the Mexican side. That's the blacks. Stupidity, right? Yeah, and I'm like, well, just my friends, Yeah, bro. I just want to cruise. I, I want to go want... talk to whoever I want to talk to. Right? Yeah, but they will see you different. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? Am I in prison? Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty silly that it's got... It's I guess it's always been like that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we. I don't want it to be like that. You know, I want to be cool with everybody and talk with everybody. And I kind of take pride in doing that and being cool with everybody and being able to get along with any group with anybody at any time like i i don't want to have no problems with anybody you know what i mean i don't want to be i don't want to be put into that category mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't want nobody to try to harm me or do any harm to my family or for what mm-hmm. the only way that's going to happen you know uh, is is picking you know a dumb a dumb thing to join or 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, you know, a gang that join or something silly that mm-hmm. you get forced into. You know what I mean? That you don't even mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're so young and you know so immature. You know that you and not only that. You know it's been handed down from generation to generation. Generation. It's a normal thing. It's mm-hmm. a normal thing. You know and. To me, I'm thankful for my family, my brother, and you know they. How many, how many brothers do you have? I got one brother and five sisters. Okay, so uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. The one who always. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he made sure that I wasn't gonna join no gang, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he was on my head, dude. I saw um, I was on your Instagram, and he was like, you know, Happy Father's Day, you know, like that was like yeah. your father. Yeah. It was like your brother. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. looked up to him a lot, huh? Yeah, he's the one that uh, I always. I probably said this last time. He gave me my first car, my first beating, both, <laughs> both in the name of love, though. You know, it was like he he made me earn the car, and when I was out of line, he beat me. You know. Mm-hmm. Beat me up. Beat me sounds cruel these days, but back in my day, <laughs> that was normal. <laughs> oh yeah, if you go that shit now, you'd be on videotape, man. You'd be on World Star, <laughs> right? You know, you'd yeah. be on freaking uh, Oprah, freaking uh, yeah, Doctor Phil, Doctor Phil, or Catch, catch me if you can, girl. Holler if you can, whatever that girl is. No, I totally get it and stuff because back then it's like you had to teach to not do that stuff. But I feel like now it's like the kids these days they don't know about. The stuff that we've been through. Let me like, ask you a question. Okay. okay. Uh, like, you know, I'm in Downey now, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm not in Long Beach at night that much, you know? Uh, no, it's not like I'm staying away or whatever. So I really don't know. I know. What the temperature is over there, you know what I mean? I just see, you know, the local post. You know, I follow Long- LB Post, you know, Long Beach Post, the news. and Yes. I see all the stories and, I, and it's like, like... This is going on right now over there. Like it's like Iraq over there, and I don't understand. You know, um, a lot in Long Beach. I feel like the streets are really hot when you're right there by PCH and Alamitos. Okay. Around that, you know, you yeah. know, it's always around there. It's always around MacArthur. Um, it's always around where Cherry and Anaheim yeah. in that area and stuff. So it's the same even so when I grew up. That's it's where still it the same. Yeah, but it calmed it down a lot. But it feels like everything. I've you know I you know I tripped out mm-hmm. back in the day I thought the west side was really bad mm-hmm. and that's not like that no more. Good. But it's, oh, it's on the east side where where, uh, where it's always been. Le- always by Polly. It's always yeah. right there. Drive by shootings and all that stuff. Yeah. And a lot of it's in North Long Beach. Yeah, really. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I see a lot of stuff, and you see the Long Beach news and everything, yeah. but it's mostly a lot of drive by killings, shootings, and stuff that's like sad. that. But it's always like. He was he was walking on the wrong time and he got shot up. Jeez. You know, over there in tenth and tenth and Martin Luther King or Juan Apero and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just like, man, what the heck's going on? Yeah. But it's always middle of the night, like one at one or eleven PM. Yeah. But I because I live like right next yeah, I know where you live. Yeah. yeah. And it back in the day that was, was Cambodian. Yeah. That was dangerous, but it's yeah. not like that no more. Really? No more Cambodians, no the black it's all white people. Really? They're, oh yeah. Because all the Mexicans are moving out, and a lot of the where'd people... where'd you move to? No, no, Where I'm still... not sure. No, no, they're still there. Mega Man got paid. Huh? No, now I'm trying to save up, but I feel like a lot of the people are buying all the apartments up, and they're evicting a lot of people, uh, and they're gonna re- redo them because right. it's like, wow, I never seen white people before. <laughs> yeah, and, and this, right and, and that stands. This was all Cambodian side. Yeah, and they're just moving out. They're just really? it's maybe because it's too expensive or something, but it's like. It's calmed down. It's yeah. like, it's really, really quiet. 
Yeah. It's it, like I could walk. Hopefully it changes, you know? It's time, yeah. you know? It's time that all that nonsense stuff. What do you think about the gentrification with, uh, with Long Beach? A lot of stuff's not there no more. Like we used to, like VIP Records. It's not there yeah, no more. Yeah. That's a 7-Eleven. Yeah, there's the sign still up though, right? It's broken. But oh. the sign, that I know they took it down, but the person who owned, yeah. he's, I think he's going to close down. Yeah. He's just, no one's buying albums or there vinyls. There you go. You know, times change, bro. It's, uh, everything's on the, uh, online now. You, you down, you, I mean, you got a whole, you got a whole record company in your phone. Did, do you ever right? did, when I know like when you produce music and stuff, yeah. did you ever do it with vinyls or you just do it with Yeah, like... yeah. I, I used to sample vinyls and stuff like that. Uh, that stuff is like dinosaur, bro. I know it's making a small little comeback, but mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, it's today's day is instant. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can forward a song on your YouTube and get to the best part you like. You, know I mean? <laughs> you could download, you can pick what your playlist, how you want it to there be. You go. Instead of going to uh, Tower Records and buy one yeah. CD and, sh- yeah. you know, and all that stuff. Buying 45 CDs and make one playlist. Now oh, my God. Do it all. One scroll down on your phone. Did you ever go to that thing where you have the Columbia Records where you buy like a whole bunch of CDs for like 10 cents and stuff? <laughs> no. I had a whole bunch of it. It's like, <laughs> make Steven, you still owe like $30 or something like that. That's a long oh, time. when they would send the mailer? Yeah. I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a whole bunch of them. I was like, just give me a whole bunch. I had some Celine Dion. I had, <laughs> I had uh, RBL Posse. Yeah. I had like a lot of Master P back yeah. in the day and stuff. But yeah, it's just with CDs, you I don't even... I had a Sue masterpiece. Are you? S- I'm dead serious. Why? Yeah, right, I'll share. Okay. So uh, when I did a beat for Snoop, uh-huh. uh, Snoop Dogg. His, this is when he got to remember the records. Yes. His first one, DPG. Yeah. yeah no. 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 It, it was uh, it was on an album called Top Dog. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it was through No Limit Master P. Uh-huh. I had to sue him. Why? It's funny. I got my money. It was all good. It ended up working out uh-huh. and stuff, you know. But it's just a funny story. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> so like with like you making beats, because right now we're doing the podcast uh-huh. in your studio, mm-hmm. and you're still doing beats still to this day, still right? You know what? I still do it, bro. It's it's one of those things that we talked about. It's like uh, that urge. Yeah, it's, it's you get away. You know, you get away. You forget about everything. <laughs> it's your man cave. Yeah, you get you get to be in a whole another world. You know, you get to just make music and zone out, and you forget to eat. You forget to check your phone. You forget about the outside noise, and you just have fun. And it's a beautiful spot to be in. I wish I was in it more. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, like. I know there's a podcast like Rhodium Radio with Tony the Rizzo has yeah. been blowing up on YouTube. Yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't have you on. Tony, I know Tony since I was like six years old. <sighs> I know Tony since I was little. Tony used to be a DJ at a club yes. called Grand Central Station in Long Beach. Okay. And when I was a breaker. Break where was that at? Where was that at? It was on Broadway. You know where the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles at? Yes. Okay, so that used to be a club. I didn't know that. Yeah, and his brother Mario was the security. And his mom used to sell right next door to my mom at the swap meet. His mom sold clothing. My mom sold shoes. So they saw me grow up as a baby, pretty much. And so when he was a DJ, he used to DJ there. My brother used to take me in there as like an eight-year-old, 18-year-old over club, and he used to have me battle the 18-year-old break dancers. Sneak me into the back door with Tony DJ and his brother watching me, uh-huh. and then sneak me back out when I was done. My brother would take me home. My brother would go back and party or whatever, uh-huh. you know? So I know Tony for a long time, dude. 
Yeah, yeah. He, he's a nice guy. Yeah, been, he um, kills it. He's a good dude. He um he started a podcast. Good for him. And um, he's been blowing up. Yeah. Uh, his podcast oh, is so good. I hear I watch it on live uh-huh. on YouTube, but I hear now he has on audio now. And good uh, for him. I was like, man, but it's like maybe one one day maybe Tito can come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll probably have to do is reach out. You know, he's yeah. probably got a he's probably booked for some time. Yeah, he's you know? booked and everything. He brings so many good people, and I was like astonished. Like, but I, I when I see people who I had on the podcast like you and Tony, dude, I have to say, man, I was like, I'm so happy I I had you guys on because seeing you guys blossom and seeing you guys doing big, it make me feel it makes me feel like wow. Likewise, I can't believe I had the both. I can't yeah. believe I had both of them on. You're there too, bro. You're doing something good. You I don't know. know. Here's here's what I always you know tell people like. Like people, let's just let's talk about what you know. My current situation, the yes. nonprofit stuff, right? Yes. People think like, man, like Tito gave away whatever. Let's say a thousand shirts. It's it's a that's a lot, right? Yeah. I can do it. People try, you know, and it's cool. It's you know, you you say do it, bro, do it. Like, you 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 want to push people forward, especially if they want to be giving and they want to help, right? Yeah. And then they call me back and be like, bro, like. I only got like 12 shirts, bro. Like, how do you do it? And I say, listen, bro, this is 10 years of hustling, bro. Anything that's, what I'm trying to say is that anything that pays off mm-hmm. takes years, bro. Mm-hmm. To be a lawyer, what's it take? Eight, nine years, 10 years? Yeah. To be a dentist, what's it take? 10 years, you know what I mean? To be a doctor, what's it take? 10 years, you know? Say Everything is like that for a reason, bro. You got to work hard at a craft, master it, get it down where you you know what you're doing at any given moment, you know how to do it, right? You mastered it. Yes. So everything's like that. I would say, you know, how long has Joe Rogan been doing podcasts? Years. I mean, What's years. Maybe. Years? Maybe more than that. There you go. That's why he's. The, that's why he's killing it. Mm-hmm. How long you been doing? A year and three months. There you go. So you got a few years ago. That doesn't mean it can't happen overnight. It can happen. You it's the, the hustle. Right people. You just but have to. It's, it's the grind. Got, you got to be disciplined. You got to want it. You got to move forward and be disciplined and commit, you know? Mm-hmm. For instance, like music, you know, I did music for... Dude, that came out... My very one, first... This one yeah, my very first platinum record, that one right there. That was 1999, bro. Wow. What is that? 20 I graduated. Years? I graduated 99. <laughs> 21 years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's when I got that. You know, it's like, that's how long, you know, if, you know, and I, you know, I was still learning there. Really? Yeah. Was how still were you learning. when you, when you yeah, had... I was a youngster, bro. I, I don't know. I was a youngster, but, uh, I don't know, t- 23, maybe? 23? 20, yeah, 22, wow. 23. Uh, but you know, I was far from knowing what I know now, obviously, you know, it's just the, you know, you work, you work, you work and you grind, grind, grind. And then you, you, you learn. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you can move on. I got more records, you know, and it was because I got better, you know? Yeah. And I got to keep getting rewarded, you know? Yeah. But everything's like that, bro. Don't stop your grind. No. I, I'm, I'm You're gonna... committed, though. I see you grinding. <laughs> I see I'm you telling grinding. you. It's just that when... You're going you're gonna to get a lot of people that are going to poke at you and try to get you to quit and tell you, ah, it's a waste of time. I feel like... It feel like... But only you know the reward. Sometimes I've... the reward is not money for the first couple of years. The reward is a getaway. The reward could be... Like a safe haven. You know what I thought. You you know what when you that that's that's something that that you that's something good that you talked about right there. I was thinking like, what are you doing it for? 
what's your end game? Yeah. You know what? I'm enjoying the ride, but you know what? I'm finding peace in my heart. There you go. That's, that's something. That's something money can't buy. You can. You know what I mean? It's, There's it's, people that got money there that don't got no peace, bro. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rich people mm-hmm. that ain't happy. Trust me, bro. Yeah, it's just to me, I'm just, I take my, I take an episode like it's my last because you yeah. never know. Yeah. And uh, the journey I've been through meeting so many people, uh, traveling, uh, just just everything and just networking and yeah. and be like, bro, is your name Mega Man? It's yeah. like, can I take a picture? It's like, yeah. I feel kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's just something that's humbling was yeah. like, wow, it's like, I heard your podcast over here and so-and-so is like, keep on doing the good work. There keep on go. inspiration. There you go. And I'm like, what do I do? It's like, and it just make it gets me that you, hunger, you that fuel. Even more pumped. You say, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. This is working, you know. Like, yeah. I didn't do it for this, but hey, if it's turned into that, yeah, let's roll. What else do I need to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. You, you, you know, in the music game, you, you obviously you gotta buy new equipment. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, you, you know, it's pricey. You know, one keyboard can cost you a couple thousand dollars. You know, yeah. it's changed now with you know technology, but you know, back in my day when I was making music. At, you know, you at, probably had like everything. I did. I did. I had, I had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment, bro. Because you know, one like I told you, one keyboard could be you know five grand, and I had fifty, thirty of them at one point. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's just it adds up. But uh, what I'm trying to get at is like you got to figure out what's next for you. Exactly. What do I need to do? How do I make this better? You know what I mean? Oh, what, yeah. What's the part that I need to, you know, get better on? You know, am I asking the same questions over and over to everybody? What's going to separate me, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, yeah. I've listened to Joe Rogan, and sometimes I trip out on how smart he is. He's very smart. I'm like, this dude's smart. Like, he's not just talking. He's And he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He can talk about politics. He can talk about art. He can talk about fighting. He can talk about cars. He can talk about NASA. Like, Dinosaurs, yeah, like, science, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Elon smart. Musk, whatever the Tesla, yeah. just yeah. and that's where something where when I do the podcast now, I want to challenge myself. Yeah. I was like, what is Mega Man's? What's the challenge for the podcast? And I wanted to have different types of people, mm-hmm. and I want to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Someone who was different intellectual and this mm-hmm. i can i can do everything mm-hmm. i can do other people's podcasts live this whatever right. i'm I have, I have that good flow yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like i bet you were like no Mega man is i'm gonna have a do a second podcast with them what is he gonna talk about but it's nah, totally different yeah. but it's but it's totally different yeah it's like i wasn't nervous like yeah. i feel like the first episode we did i was super nervous why because you're tito no, my Rico Santa, you know. But we're just talking. Yeah. I, well, I think it's you know it's, you're you're growing probably. You yeah. Know? You're growing and you're learning. It's uh, it's just you know we're just wrapping out. We're just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no pressure. Well, there's no yeah no pressure. I'm not used to it no more. Yeah. It's like I see like like people say like, oh if, if someone told me oh. I want to take a picture of you because I'm a comedian. They're like, dude, I'm not going to take a picture of you. You're like family to me. Yeah. So I don't see like them as a star star. Yeah. I just see them as, as one of my good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right now uh, we're going to take a break right yeah. now and we'll be right back. Woo. So that bell is we're back on the podcast. <laughs> so we took a break and... Uh, I was gonna talk about. Uh, I want to talk about. Uh, I know we had when we talked about it a little on, on the past episode, uh-huh. but let's talk about uh, your nonprofit organization called Locals okay. Heart Foundation. Tell people uh, about that. Okay, so we we are a nonprofit organization, right? Yes. Uh, and we are committed to 
doing what we can for, you know, under-resourced families in the hoods, you know, Long Beach, uh, South Central, Norwalk, uh, Compton, you know, the, the neighborhoods that need it, you know, uh, that's just a name, a few of them. So we just want to help the community as much as we can and, and bring some of the, you know, you know, my buddy, Nick Diamond, who owns Diamond Supply. Yes. Uh, he's been so, you know, such a big piece to it. He's, uh, you know, and he doesn't even, he doesn't do it for credit. He How'd you guys meet? I met Nick uh, years ago at a, at a party, a famous Stardust Trap party. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a funny story. I, 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 I was in my band, The Pricks, and he was starting. The Pricks. He had Diamond already for a while. And I didn't really know much about Diamond, you know, because at the time my band was sponsored by Ruka. It was more of a surf brand. And Nick's was more of, Nick's is a skateboarding. Oh, Ruka, I didn't know yeah. that. Nick's is a skateboarding, you know, hardware company, you know. So I didn't really know anything. It wasn't until my son one day, after me and Nick became friends, uh, my son one day, I'll tell you a funny story, bro. So I Go met Nick at that party. Yeah. And we hit it off. What's up, bro? Hey, nice to meet you, you know. It's like, yeah, the pricks. He knew about the pricks, too, you know, because uh, uh, we, uh, we were starting to make noise, you know. And uh, so... I got invited to a party in Long Beach at Belmont, like a Belmont Shore area, right? Yeah. It was for a skateboarder. Curtis Colomonico, pro skateboarder from Long Beach, invited me, and he invited Nick too. So we ended up being at the same at the party at the same time. But at that time, the pricks were cracking. So I had, dude, I had like fifteen people with me everywhere I went. And at any time, bro, I had like fifteen people with me. At any time. So before we walked into the bar, you know, I, we cuddled up all the pricks, right? Say, if anybody has a problem in the club, raise your hand. That way we can see and we can all go. Let's see, what's up? What's going on? You know? So anyhow, so we're <laughs> at the bar. It's me, Nick, and uh, James, another friend of mine who owned Us Versus Them, this brand, right? He owns a, uh, he owns a beer company in San Diego. It's called, uh, God, he calls it the Surf Reaper. Uh gosh, dude, what's the name of the beer? Sorry. And I know fucking so, beers. Sorry, too. sorry, James. I'll, I'll get. I'll give him the name. <laughs> anyhow, uh, uh, so this drunk dude keeps coming up to to our our little section. It was James, Nick, and myself, and he's like being a, a jerk. And he's like, "I'm from Long Beach, you know. I'm the king of Long Beach." And I'm just looking at him like, "Chill out, bro." You know, I wasn't drinking. I was sober. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, James was drinking. I think Nathan probably had a few beers or something. So he keeps coming back. I'm like, bro, chill out, bro. You're like acting up. You're acting up. And dude, he puts his hand on my shoulder and I raise my hand and all the pricks just swarmed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So then Nick, Nick and and, and James kind of, you know, they kind of looked at me like, like, whoa, like, like, damn, the pricks are deep, bro. They're <laughs> messing around. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it was just a funny story, you know. And then after that, like a couple days later, uh, uh, my son sends me a text. He's like, Dad, for Christmas, all I want is diamond. And I was like, diamond? Like, you know, I didn't really know much about it. So then uh, I sent it to Nick, and Nick was like, sick, come to my store. And I was like, you got a store, bro? I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't catch on, like, yeah. to who Nick was, you know? I think that's what made our friendship so dope, so so organic. Because it was surprised. Yeah, it was like, uh, we we were friends, you know? It was like, uh, I didn't. I didn't know who who he was, you know. 
and and he he didn't really know who I was, and it was cool like that, you know. What year was this, dude? It was like uh, early two thousands. Oh wow! Yeah, early two. Wow. Maybe like two thousand two, three. Eighteen years. Four. Wow. No, probably about four or five. Let's say four or five. So my son was in middle school, maybe, dude. Or maybe less than that, right? And uh, he sends me that text message. I sent it to Nick, and Nick was hyped. He was like, Sid, come to my store. And I was like, what the heck? This dude has a store? So I'm like, where? You know, it's like Fairfax. So, dude, I go up there, and he gives my son, bro, no lie, like 7,500 shirts. Like, you know, 75 shirts to 100 shirts. Like, what? And I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, I walk in the store, I'm like, this is sick. Like, what the heck? Like, it's a warehouse? Like, yeah, he had a store on Fairfax. A, a nice store. Wow. So, you know, it blew me away, you know? And then, like, he was so cool. And, like, like he was just so down to earth. You know, some people you just click with, bro. Oh, yeah. And he's just one of, you know, some people you, you meet for, like, the first, you know, day or first 25 minutes. And then you feel like you've known him for, like, your whole life. You know? Yeah. Like, like, I feel like I've known this dude 30 years or something, you know? It was yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Some people you just click with, bro, and that's how we became friends, you know. And and any time I ever, you know, needed anything, hey Nick, bro, my son, you know, he wants he wants a couple you know, skateboard, come to the shop, bro. I'd go up and they would give him boxes, bro. So my son was a spoiled brat, <laughs> you know. And uh, you know, Nick's dude, Nick does so much for the nonprofit, bro. It's crazy what Nick donates, you know. It's hard. It, like, I never want to put a dollar amount, but I only do just so you guys know the impact. Like, Nick's donated hundreds of thousands of dollars, bro, worth of clothing to the city of Long Beach. Never once, uh, you know, wants to wants to be in the limelight. Never once wants to say, like, I'm doing this, you know. Like, I almost, like, I got to tag him a thousand times, you know what I mean? You know, because I feel like, I want people to know how good of a dude this man is and how cool he is, you know what I mean? Because, you know, people don't know him. They know him from Instagram, but they don't know, like, this is one of the best humans on the planet, like, the stuff that he's doing for people, for kids, you know? Yeah. So it all started with Nick. It was like, hey, Nick, I want to give out some clothes to some kids, uh, but, you know, we want to make sure they got good grades, and he was pumped. It was like, let's do it. And it's always like, what do you need? It's not like, oh, okay, we're going to give you this. It's like, and I say, hey, bro, whatever's on your heart, and then I show up, and it's like a whole truck. I'm like, bro, you you, you want to give me all that? Like, yeah, take it, bro. We got another truck. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. sick. He was like, whoa, bro. Like, we're going to hook Long Beach up. Like, the other day, I got a, a comment on one of the posts. It said something like, hey, bro, like, the whole city of Long Beach is rocking diamond. It feels good. It feels like we're all in the same gang. Like <laughs> but it was like a cool comment, you know? It was like, mm-hmm. it was cool to see, like, and it says something like, thanks, you know, like, you know, we need it, you know, thanks for keep up the good work or something. And it made me feel good, you know, because like I've driven by Long Beach, too, and I see kids rocking uh, diamond hats and sweaters. And I'm like, cool, that was from something that Nick and, you know, local hearts did. Like we got we got uh, we got to be the grand marshal for uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah. MLK parade. Uh, right. And uh, as we're driving, you know, we had Boo Johnson, Nick Diamond. H.J., me, my daughter, my son, right? We got to ride in the back of Nick's Bronco, which was sick, you know? And then uh, as we're riding down Martin Luther King Boulevard, you know, you see tons of kids wearing Diamond. And, you know, that's so cool, you know? that's he's like, that's my shit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Diamond life, you know? He's happy. 
because you know he's like okay cool you know I'm, I'm blessing some kids you know like wow. I, I you know like you know my company's doing so good and you know I'm, I'm you know I'm doing good enough where I can give back in abundance to this neighborhoods like this is incredible you know and you can see it in his face that you know he's happy you know and uh he doesn't show much, you know, he's a real humble dude, he's super calm, uh, but he's, he's, a, you know, he's a, he's a genuine dude, like, he's a, he's got a lot of love. In it's hard heart. to find people like that. It is, dude, it is, uh, I'm really, like, I always tell him, like, I'm thankful for the partnership, you know, like, grateful for the partnership that, you know, we've built, you know, and he, and he continues, bro, he continues to, to do cool stuff, you know, like, for instance, like, I can, I can text him right now, you know. And say, Nick, bro, like, hey, you know, I got hit up by a school district in Long Beach, and they need shoes. And he'll be like, okay, hold on. And then somebody else will text me, you know, and be like, this person, uh, hey, T, you know, uh, we got whatever, 500 pair of shoes. Like, that's incredible. You know what I mean? That's, and it, 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 it could be more, you know, I'm just giving wow. you a number, you know, and, uh, you know, like, it's 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 that kind of uh it's that he's got that kind of heart where it goes far you know it goes i far. just it it i'm it's, i'm i'm it's not hard I'm, to find people like that that is true you know it's hard to find it's people true like man you, dude. It's, uh, it's um i always feel sometimes when people are very humble or give out i always feel like maybe they were like us we didn't they have, were they, they didn't were. have everything. We were they all, were. Our home. And I always feel like yeah, that, they you were. know? They were. Like they, Nick had a, you know, a tough upbringing, too. You know, he, 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 you know, he wasn't rich like he is now, you know? He was, you know... He, there was always something yeah, that happened yeah. in the past with them, too. Something that, had to, something that happened in the past with them, He too, knows the feeling, for yeah. sure. He knows the feeling. It's so, deep, you know, man. it goes far with him, you it's know? It's deep. Yeah, you know, he, he's got a, a, a team over there that's incredible. They're all, it's like a... They're all they're almost like mini Knicks, you know, which is cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's cool. It's cool when you go in there and everybody's like willing to Hey, what do you need? What does local hearts need? We wanna make this for you. Like, do you guys got this? It's like, no, well, let's make it, you know. It's like sick. And it's because, you know, Nick's been involved for ten years, bro. He's been giving back for ten years. That's good, man. That's incredible. So, I feel sometimes I feel like I need to get this guy like a big old trophy or something, you know, like yeah. on my own, you know. But shout out to Nick, man, yeah, man. Diamond, man. Hey, if you hear this, I make man want you on the podcast. Yeah, he, <laughs> you know what? If he was he, if he, if I got to introduce you guys, he would do it oh, in a heartbeat. Man. I, I he'd do it in a heartbeat. That's oh my gosh, it's just because it's just the way he does. It's like he's giving so much to the community of Long Beach, and that's mm -hmm. you don't find that. You don't find that. Not just Long Beach, bro. He does it everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, he does it everywhere. He does New York. He does the Bay. He does a lot of stuff, bro. But he's so he's so calm about it, you know. He's like he just wants to help, bro. He just wants to help, you know. Mm. Nick, Nick has a big heart, and that's why you know he's getting rewarded too, you know. Yeah. It's uh, you, and you reap what you sow, in other words, right? So he's always. Nick's uh, Diamond is always with the Local Hearts Foundation. Yeah. Always, every, yeah, yeah. always giving back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's the man, bro. He's the man. He's How's the everything dude. going with Local Hearts? It's going Good, strong, bro. like always. Everything's going strong. Uh, we got we got a bunch of cool stuff we're working on. We might do an Easter basket uh, Ooh. giveaway. Uh, you know, it all depends on on the time and you know how much we can get them for. You know, it, things get pricey when you want to do. 500 of them, you know, so we got to find the right deal. 
uh, you know, in the right time, you know? So yeah. if we don't, we are going to start doing stuff at like, at, you know, at risk uh, youth events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I've been getting approached by uh, uh, probation departments and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. which is cool. Cause you know, I wish I had somebody when I was on probation. Good job, good job. Check. Yeah, besides my brother, you know, what Sergeant I mean? Slaughter, somebody that could you know reason differently. Not just, <laughs> you know, sock me up. People, if you don't know who Sergeant Slaughter man, this guy. He's epic. He's, he's epic. Legend. He's everywhere. I feel like yeah. he's. I feel like he's like right there by the he door. Might or something. Pop up right he might now. pop Charlie up. Charlie hurts me. Charlie hurts you. <laughs> so I kind of want to shed light. Yeah. Um, I know one of your good friends that passed away in Long Beach, and uh, and can you tell me a little bit more about him? Uh, you're talking about Toko? Toko, yeah. Toko, yeah. There's a picture of him right yeah. here, right in front of us. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, uh, he was my homie. So when we were kids, uh, we uh, we skated together, right? So that's how we first met. He's a little bit older than me, like two years older than me. And he had a daughter, right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know the daughter. You know, I didn't. It was. Uh, I, I'm gonna share with you. So his brother almost killed me <laughs> when we were kids. His oh, brother. Shit. His brother. Uh, you know, we got into. We're we're from two different tiger, you know, groups, right? So you know, uh, and then you know, we kind of went our separate ways and. You know, he started singing with the uh, with the Skunk Skunk Records uh, label, and he he would have he would have probably had a big career if he didn't get in trouble so much, because you know uh, he had an incredible voice, and it's crazy that he you know he got he got killed about a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it sucks. You know, so as as. Uh, he when he got killed we were like reconnecting you know like going back and uh you know talking about all the stuff we did as kids and uh it was pretty it was pretty cool to to see him mature now you know what i mean not just a wild both of us wild boys you know what i mean yeah mature and talk grown-up stuff and then uh you know he got killed that picture of us right there is uh is uh the dude the, the dude uh He's a pro skater too. Both of those dudes. By hair? Yeah, both of those dudes are pro skaters. Uh, Ajax and uh, the dude, I gosh darn it, uh, Anthony Bigglesby, I think his name is. And then it's me and then Tossie. They're all Long Beach pro skaters, right? But I know I'm rambling about T. Uh, you know, it sucks. You know, he left a daughter. He got he got shot and killed on on War on Willow and uh, Magnolia. And I already know where that bar was. Yeah, I know it's like it's very sketchy out there. Yeah, so I got a call at like four o'clock in the morning from a number, and I was like, "Huh?" And then in the morning, I got a, a text saying, "Hey, did you hear about about Tossie?" I said, "What?" So so then I woke up and it was right after our backpack event. So it was oh, like wow. it went from like a beautiful yes, day. Yes, I remember, yeah. It went from like a beautiful day to to that that night, you know. And uh yeah, it sucked, bro. T was my boy. It was like we were getting we were like uh getting tighter, you know, as we got older, you know. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tragedy that, you know, that happened to him and his family. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person got caught uh I think he's he's up like his court dates do any day. I know that uh, somebody sent me like the court dates and stuff, but I don't know if I 
if I want to go and sit and listen to all that, you know, it's like, you know, we'll let the system deal with the system, you know? Yeah, man. R.I.P., man. Um, yeah, rest in peace. Because I remember you you post something about f- fundraising. Yeah. You know, for, yeah. the, for, the, for, the, for the daughter. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah. So I, they ended up doing a cool little concert for him. Like, I, he had a song with Pepper, I think, or one of those bands, Slightly Stupid Pepper. Like, he's from that era, you know? from that that reggae era you know where yeah. they had all the long beach stuff going long beach dub all stars yeah, and all that yeah he grew up with the with the op you know sublime those guys yeah he had a song with sublime with bradney with bradley uh bradley knows yeah uh so he was like part of that but he was always in trouble mm. you know so you know jay book you know who jay book is sounds familiar okay he's a big reggae singer you know i, I always like i tell people like he probably could have been jay book if he would have stayed out of trouble Jay Boog's huge now, you know. Mm-hmm. What's up, Jay Boog? I'm not um, saying you ain't the man. You are the man. <laughs> that's my boy too. But yeah, man, Togo, man, R.A.P. Man, yeah, is this? Yeah. And that's the thing I want to shed light because all these shootings, man. Yeah. Says, when is it ever gonna stop? Let's hope soon, man. Let's uh-huh. hope soon. Let's hope that. Uh... You know, part of that gentrification is good, man. It's, you know, it some could... people love it, some people don't. Well, I mean, it sucks because it's you know it's raising the rents on people. That part sucks. But if they could find, you know, a middle a middle ground where you know, okay, hey, you can't raise the rent, you know, X amount of dollars on these people, and they could still, you know, bring in those big companies and those new businesses and you know, new money in there, it could clean up some of the areas, you know. Well, I heard that the new street is not going to be PCA. It's going to be Anaheim, from starting from Magnolia going all the way up. That's where gentrification is going to go. Okay. And that's why you see Anaheim and Long Beach Boulevard. Now they have a new brewery. They have I've this and all that. It's I've all beautiful. That. Now you yeah. can walk. And I remember, I don't know if you know, is on Anaheim and Long Beach, there's a bar in the corner. It used to be uh, a lot of, uh, it was like a black owner. Mm-hmm. It was black, black biker. It's not like that no more. It's all like a little hipster bars. Good. And all that stuff. And it used to be a bar across the street called Fiestas. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. Now it's a little hipster bar, mm-hmm. too. So they're all popping up. It's all, they're just trying to clean everything all mm-hmm. up now. You, do you like that? Or? I like it's good. But yeah. to me, I there's some things that they shouldn't like. Like you said, like speeding up on time, you know, like VIP records, like whoever's yeah. gonna know, like, hey, I remember it, it, it. I was there, I seen it, yeah. And like when they did the video, but yeah. it's not there no more. It's a Seven Eleven. Yeah. There's just certain things like that. Yeah, I, you know, it's hard for stuff like that to like go up. I get it, but you know that area is so ran down, bro. It's time to clean it up. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even know how to answer this. I'm just thinking, you know. So many people been hurt in those neighborhoods. Even by Anaheim and Atlantic. Yeah, yeah you know. They're trying to change that shit, too. Change it. Change it. You know, if it's going to clean it up and people ain't going to get shot every other day, what's wrong with it, bro? Yeah. Nothing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it that people are, you know, going to get taxed more money. But, you know, the city's got to also be able to put a cap on some of that and say, okay, we're not, you can't increase the rent by you know, 3% or whatever, you know, whatever the numbers is, you know? Yeah. So, so people that grew up there ain't getting run out. Yeah. Right. Got so many people moving from out of the state, like New York or Baltimore, mm-hmm. you know, the tech world and yeah. all that stuff. And now they're saying like, and the Anaheim angels might be coming to Long Beach. Sick. 
Yeah, but with a tra- I think that's sick. With a trap, that's me bumper. I don't know. I'm there though. Let's go, bro. I'm down. First round is on me. I'll take a diet. What do you want? <laughs> whatever. I'll take a beer. Whatever. <laughs> but I'll take anything. But I feel like to me, Long Beach is is, is getting clean up for the good. You mm-hmm. know, there's some areas that it used to be bad, but that's not like that no more. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 getting good, but mm-hmm. a lot of the people they need to be more close together now. Yeah. Instead of yeah. being distant or staying home, like, you know, and all that. Yeah, everybody's on their phone. Yeah, iPad or whatever, computer. <laughs> phone, yeah. really, I mean, you know, that's... But you gotta you gotta be able to still adjust to what's going on and teach your children. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, get off your phone, you know, or right. <laughs> you know, you still gotta... You still gotta bring them down to what's mm-hmm. happening around them. Mm-hmm. That's still up to us, regardless mm-hmm. if there's phones or not. Mm-hmm. You still gotta keep some sanity and... Humanity. <laughs> now we're all gonna be robots soon. Robots like well, Elon pretty Musk. Soon, pretty soon we'll be just swiping at air, looking at your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's like freaking Robert Downey you know, right. from Iron Man and shit. He's all yeah, playing with his stuff and all that. Us. But it, I mean, do you embrace it or do you hate it? I embrace it. There you go. It makes it more easy. There you go. It might, yeah. make, it might make music more easy for like, yeah. oh, I can do it. Boom, boom, boom. Then, That's yeah, it. Pretty soon I'll be like, uh, play this. G major, boop, 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 and there you, go. you know what I mean. It's gonna. Play. I don't know if I want that because then everybody and anybody can do it, right? Yeah. But you know what I mean. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, let's talk about. I don't want to be into like a lie. Let's talk about Kobe. Like okay. when you when we found out that when Kobe passed away, mm-hmm. it, it hit the city hard. Yeah, it did. Really, really hit the city hard. And I was like, I remember I was doing a podcast, uh-huh. and after I was done, there was like, "Sure about Kobe?" I says, "What? He passed away?" And it's like. What? It's like I didn't believe it. Right. But when you find out his his daughter died too. Yeah, that was sad, bro. And I mean, they all, nine people died. That was terrible. And I didn't know Kobe lived in Newport Beach. I you didn't. Know. I knew that. I never knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I, I thought he lived maybe Newport in Calabasas or whatever. But Newport Coast. He lived in Newport Coast. I just I was shocked. Yeah, you know, uh, it was hard for me, you know, because uh, I wasn't a Kobe Bryant fan, you know. Oh yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was a Shaq fan. Okay. I was a Shaq fan. So, you know, I don't want to get into the details of why. We talked about that. It was funny, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I just I I just was not a big time Kobe fan. But, you know, I I didn't I'm not gonna disrespect the man that, you know, passed away and his daughter. Yeah. So, you know, respects to, to them, you know. It it shook the it shook the world, not just the city. Oh yeah, you know he's a he's a young young man, forty two, forty two, forty two, forty three. Oh no, forty one or forty two. I think yeah, one of those forty one. Forty one. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know you see all these poor, you know murals grow up all over the world. You know, you know, hey, he was the icon, bro. He's the Mamba. A legend, you know, the Mamba. He's a legend basketball player. L A. You you don't get no better than L A. Bro. The Lakers are like the Yankees of the basketball, basketball, right? Yeah, man. It was just. Were you it, a big time Lake Kobe? Kobe uh, I saw Laker fan? Um, Lakers. I I, I mean, I, I, my my team is the Warriors. But when I saw Kobe, I'll never. I always tell about the story uh-huh. when Kobe was like in the second or third year. Mm-hmm. I remember a game mm-hmm. when when Shaq was on and everything. I can tell this is before they got the rings. Mm-hmm. They were playing the Utah Jazz when, mm-hmm. when they had Carmelo and John Stockton because that. that same year, yeah. they went to go play the Bulls. Yeah, that was my squad. Yeah, so Kobe, they were giving the ball, put all the pressure to Kobe, and I remember he, he missed, he had like, he shot three or four air balls. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. 
And they they put all the pressure like what the fuck's going on? It's just a kid. It was just a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember they lost a game, and I and I still remember is when Antoine Carr put his head, put his arm around him, and say, "Hey man, don't worry about it. Shug it off. You're gonna do good and all that." And you can just tell by Kobe's frustration is, and you could tell like, mm-hmm. I bet you tomorrow he's gonna start shooting. And say, I'll never do this again. Yeah. And that's when the whole real Kobe came out yeah. and start blossoming. Now he's like. I'm gonna destroy everyone. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about Kobe that 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 you know, like I told you, I wasn't a fan of of like his persona, you know, mm-hmm. basketball player and all that. You know, he was incredible, right? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, and I got my reasons why. I didn't. Oh yeah, it was for Shaq, him telling on Shaq. I'll tell you why. You know, him telling on Shaq that you know that that just kind of like broke the man code for me like we all know the <laughs> yeah like, we don't got to say the code you know we are we're born with that code yeah you know it's in our dna yeah know? yeah yeah so so when he did that it kind of it kind of pushed me away you know uh but one day dude we went to a soccer tournament for my daughter in the middle of nowhere bro i want to say like san bernardino or something way out way up there and uh Guess who was there, bro? <clears throat> Kobe Bryant was there with his girls, right? And they were going to play after my daughter's game what, on a different field. What city was this? I want to say like San Bernardino, like way out Dang. there. Dang. Yeah, they have. So so these soccer tournaments that they do, bro, it's a business. They have like 30 games going on at one time. It's a huge, just imagine a huge like stadium, you know what I mean? Full of soccer fields. So we saw him from a distance, you know, and there's people walking up, Kobe, you know, and I told you I wasn't a fan, you know, so I didn't like, I didn't want to go talk to him or none of that. So dude, my daughter's game ends and she's like, dad, I want to go see Kobe, you know? All right, let's go. So bro, I go and I see Kobe sitting there watching his daughters playing. And I thought to myself right then and there, I was like, this is Kobe Bryant. Like, he could be anywhere doing anything he wants right now. He's right here being a dad like me. So it changed. Like, like I was like, like, respect, you know, like, all right, like, he ain't a robot. He actually a dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So after that, I kind of looked at him a little bit different, you know. And I shared that story with somebody. They're like, oh, you want to, you, so you're going to reward him for doing what he's supposed to do? Like. I'm like, yeah, because so many people don't even do that. And you're talking about Kobe Bryant. He could have been at the Paris Fashion Show. He could have been at the world premiere of whatever. He could have been in freaking Europe. He could could have been anywhere. He was at the same soccer field as I was at, Mm -hmm. sitting, cheering his daughter on, like I was cheering my daughter on. Uh And I was like, that's pretty cool, you know? So they kind of of took my foot off his... A little bit, you know. <laughs> not be you know? a Kobe here anymore. No, not like how I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's pretty. He's a cool dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And and like I told you, it was that one thing that bothered me, you know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's sad that you know nine people died and you know, uh, terrible. Yeah, it was man. terrible that that happened. You know. Yeah, man. And you know, you think you know, you think like it's Kobe. Like you know, he's you know, you think oh, he's gonna live forever. You know. Michael Jordan's still, you know, going, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's too young. And then you hear that, and you're like, what? So I know I know what you're feeling. You look puzzled right now. I'm like, <laughs> like shocked. Yeah like, yeah, like when you first heard it, you know. Yeah. It's just, so was I, bro. So was I. It's just, it, it, 
like I'm still shocked still, but I I didn't start. I cried for some reason. Just it got to me when you see all these old yeah. commercials on Instagram. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I post up a thing on the podcast when Kobe did a commercial, and these little kids did. One of them got sick, and it's like, hey, I'll come in, I'll play. Yeah. And he's like, okay, if we win, don't mess this up because we get to have McDonald's food. Yeah. I remember that commercial, yeah. dude. And yeah. it's just something where it's like, man, it's just it's it's weird. Yeah, well, you grew up with him, you know? Yeah. Well, he grew up with you or whatever. We saw know? him when he was a he's high a schooler till yeah. now. Yeah. He was a beast, though, bro. Like, I give him his credit. He was a beast. If he would have been more injured, if he was injured-free, I think he would have beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Think so? Oh, yeah. Kobe's, I mean, LeBron is going to probably destroy. He's only yeah. 33. Yeah. And he's still a man-beast still. Yeah. But yeah. since Kobe was, like, the best. You think so? I think he was the best. Really? I to me, there's Jordan era, you got Kobe era, mm-hmm. and you got LeBron era. Yeah. You know, but they're yeah. always gonna say who was the best. Yeah. They go by rings and let's this. just say they're all great. They're all great. Yeah. Stop comparing. Yeah. I to me I, Jordan I'm, is the best though. We all know that. <laughs> Jordan's the best. He's still the best. Stop comparing after that. <laughs> no, Jordan's the best. Even though we took like two or three years off two or three years off to go he play baseball. He still killed it, man. <laughs> he still got another three more rings. Yeah, three Three, uh, three P, two of them. He would have had ten. He would have had like an extra nine straight, whatever. But he, he was the man. He gave Hakeem Elijah one too for free. <laughs> I remember him. that. Yeah. Robert Ori has, yeah, that's that's true. Clyde Drexler and and, <laughs> and yeah, Hakeem was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. But uh, shout outs to uh, Kobe man, R A P. Yeah, man. Um, Respect, you know, like I don't want you guys to hate me. I'm hell not no, 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 no. You know. There's one thing I I noticed with you um when I when I listen uh you know to the to podcast with Beto or I see your Instagram mm-hmm. and you are really really a family man like yeah. with your kids and stuff yeah. like that you're always out and about with I them. didn't have a dad bro I know I didn't have a dad so like I got to do that mm-hmm. if there's anything I got to do I got to do that I got to I got to teach my son when he's bumping his head hey don't do that because this happened to me you know what I mean? Or, you know, I still do it anyway. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, they oh, yeah. do it, but you know, you, you, you warn them about it. I had no warning, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, and then my daughter, you know, you know, I got a teacher, you know? I got mm-hmm. a teacher what to look out for, you know, what, you know, we, you know, we got to be, we got to be good, bro, at all times. Mm-hmm. And what's better than your family? Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As you get older, you you know, those words mean more and more, bro. You know, it, it's almost like a cliche, like, family's number one, right? You hear that your whole life, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's true. But, you know, when you get older, it really starts, you know, you start thinking about everything. Like, you know, I got to make sure that, you know, my daughter gets opportunity. My son gets an opportunity. I got to make sure my daughter gets to go to college, stuff that I didn't get to do. You know what I mean? I got to make sure that, you know, my daughter has money in her bank account before I get put in a pine box. It's like I got to make sure that my son, yeah. you know, things are in order for him, you know, because at any time, you know, like today, bro, I just found out today that I got, you know, two slip discs in my back, an L2 and an L3, you know, and that happened from jumping on cardboard boxes at the turkey event. I've been walking around like this for three months, three months, and today, today I got the news. But anyhow, you know, it's like, you, 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 we don't know when we're going to die, right? Yeah, you never know. That, is that true? That's true. Okay. So, <clears throat> why not do the best you can for them 
and not just talk because after a while they stop listening to you talk they start watching you right mm. they start watching what you do instead of you talking because right? you know it's like oh, I already heard that a hundred times but how come you're not doing that so you you know you, yeah. you, you gotta show them that makes sense you gotta show them right you gotta teach them you gotta don't talk them. about it be about it yeah you gotta show them you know so like I take pride in my family bro Take pride in my family, you know. That's awesome. That's man. pretty much when it's all said and done, bro. When it, the dust settles and it's time to go home, who's gonna be there? Handful of friends, maybe we can count on two hands, right? And the rest gonna be your family, right? That's true. So you know, that's like, true. That's why. And you know what? My family, my sisters, and my mom and my brother, they did a good job with that. We were like, we were, we all we got. You know Stuck I mean? together, huh? Yeah, like, like I can call my sister, any of my sisters. Uh, not any, the the younger ones probably they're younger than me, right? You know, I was the baby, and then my mom got remarried, so mm-hmm. I got two younger sisters. So mm-hmm. the sisters that that I'm the baby of, and the brother that I'm, I can call them right now and tell them, hey, I need help, and they'll come in, in a heartbeat. What do mm-hmm. you need? They might yell at me, my sister or something like, <laughs> like a little brother, like a big sister would do, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, well, come, whatever. You need money? I don't need money. I think I, met, I think I met half of them when they did that mural over there in Redondo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, because yeah. I, I, I know at the time, Cynthia and I, we were there, we went to support, and they did the Thank mural view and stuff yeah. like that from uh, the art, Shadows to Sparks. Um, What's up, Sparks? Yeah, and that Sparks, he don't want to trademark. It's still there still, yeah. and they, it's like, and people always tell me when I go do the podcast some more times so at trademarks mm-hmm. who did that who did that art oh that's Sparks yeah you know oh, on the back yes yeah. the, the Frida yeah and huge. all that yeah and that's and they and the owners they said and I they were telling me shout out to Sterling and that we don't want to paint that we want to leave it yeah, leave that it that makes it cool you know it stands out yeah and you know cool. you, I don't know if you go by I do so what they do is at night when they had the Frida they put a light to flash it and they show Frida liking a beer it, really? Yeah, it looks it looks awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah, and that's and that and that's where when I see stuff like that, I always been following Sparks and and the mirror that he did. And did when you I, see the one Sleeps did? Oh, the one in Cherry. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I saw. I I already know it was up because when you post it, it's like, oh, that's right there by Cherry and Anaheim. It's that's right, right there. House. That's yeah. right there. I see it every time. It's called determination. Determination. Yeah, that's what the piece is called. Mm-hmm. So Sleeps came to a turkey event. Uh, and then I introduced him to Judy, who's part of the art council. And she said, hey, you think Sleeps would be interested in doing a piece? And Lami said, let's go ask him. And I uh, just connected it. And uh, I think it was through Centro Cha, too. They got involved. And he did that piece. He hit up Local Hearts Foundation on there. He killed it, dude. That thing is incredible. You guys got to see it in person. You guys, It's on Anaheim and Cherry. It's huge. Mm-hmm. That thing's amazing. Bro. Stands out. Yeah. It'd be awesome if you did a mural somewhere, like when they when they have the events like powwow. Yeah. Or something like, yeah. hey, pick a spot, like boom. Yeah. Like something that just stands out. Does Does Lamis do powwow every year? Oh yeah. Oh okay. So they so what they do is when they do powwow, they pick a certain amount of uh, certain places where okay, this artist is gonna do this, this artist do that. So it brings more culture, more art culture into mm. Long Beach. So I already know where all the places where they do all the powwows at. We I mean, might be able to do that. Ooh. Because uh, I was gonna ask him to do something, uh, and he already said he would at Homeland. 
at the park because you know that's that's the park where we do all our giveaways at. It's like a home park. MacArthur Park. I grew up at that park, you know, so it's like home to me. I was like, man, it'd be cool to get sleeps to do a piece in there, you know, a nice piece all the way across the wall or something, you know. Where like was the MacArthur Park like the building or like on the yeah. side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, inside somewhere in there, it mm-hmm. would have to be somewhere where it would. It be stands untu- out. Yeah, where it'd be untouched, you know. Yeah. Something that would last for years, you know. Yeah, I see a lot of it, and I always feel like. You, you don't better. They did a powwow, but it's like where this boxing club is. It's on Anaheim. It's upstairs. Oh, okay, yeah. But they did a piece on the side of because it's in Cambodia. But it was like is you it know, called Governor's Boxing right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it did it on the side. Shout but, out Governor's Boxing. She's cool. She yeah, came out and volunteered. Oh, a, she did. Yeah, at the like, events. Yeah, she always tell me like you need to come work out with and get boxing. Get you know because I got to lose weight. It's like I'm, I'm tempted. Get her on the podcast. Ooh. I can see what's up. Yeah. I'll do the pot. It's right there, but I'm like, I can just walk right yeah. there and just go over there. Do it and train right after. I could do that. <laughs> I'll do it in the morning for a couple hours. Pass out. <sighs> but it'll be worth it. Be like, well, I, you know, and all that. And she's, she's, I think like she used to be a trainer at the D, was it the, the boxing over there on 4th Street? I think so. Or something yeah. like that. And now she has her own as upstairs. Good and, for her. And I went up there and was like, wow, this is badass. Yeah. You know, and it, it's cool. It has that gym kind of style look. Yeah. And upstairs, you know. I haven't been in there, but it's nice. Uh, I met her uh, through uh, Joey, who worked at Diamond. He introduced me at like a gender or something to her. So she sent me a message saying, Hey, it's me. Remember you met me with Joey? And I was like, Oh, what? Sick. Come help. Come out. You know? She said, Next time, let me know. I'm right across the street. I'm She's like, right oh, there. Right. She's right you there. I see her like go upstairs like six o'clock in the morning. She yeah. has times and all that, but I, I need to make it out there. Yeah. Get it, her on the show. I'll get her on the show. But we're almost getting to the end. Are, do you have any last words or any shout outs? Uh, you know what, man? Everybody listening, support the Mega Man. <laughs> support the Mega Man. Let's get him up there. This guy. This guy is committed. You want to talk about committed and grinding? This is the grind king right here. I think he needs to just one day do an interview himself. Grind king versus Mega Man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do it because when there's people that, that inspire me, I keep on going. Yeah. And I know you're one of them. I know Thank you are. Thank you. Thank and there's you. I know Beto, I guess, you know. Yeah. You know, you hey, gotta do my podcast. What's up, Beto, man? <laughs> he gotta do my podcast. This, yeah, I know he's always at Bosco. We might just have to like Kidnapping from there one day. I guess. He's too fancy. He's not even going to get a fist bump from freaking Jim, Jim Hill Sports. <laughs> he leaves him hanging. He's Jim like, Jim Hill. Oh, no. On CBS. I was like, That's oh. cool. He's on there, huh? Yeah, I see him. Like, here comes Beto with. They always tell him with the. the, the cool. Beto with a thousand faces. Yeah. Because he, he always has his reactions of his faces and what he does. Is he doing his podcast still? I don't know. He hasn't done a podcast for a while. He's busy with TV. It was TV. He's like, yeah. I'll, if I'm not doing anything then I'll do a podcast yeah. but I always tell Beto come on man stay relevant do, do one it's not gonna yeah. hurt yeah you know what are you listening to right now Just... anything yeah and I've listened to Aubrey Marcus Joe Rogan uh, a lot of Chicano podcasts you know uh, this inspiration stuff is there a bunch there's a there's a bunch everywhere you know Beto what's I mean, a good one that you can recommend uh, well No Father No Problem Chicano Shuffle Mega Man bro Mega you Man. over your head I'm telling you I want to give shit I'm gonna give shit lights but I mean I guess I mean I, I don't want to get too big headed because I'm I'm a humble guy dude <laughs> no it's time it's, it's, it's time next time you interview somebody put on a nice jacket and wear a big gold chain mm-hmm. just rock it bro yeah I just 
fuck it, just do it. Just, just go for broke. Just go for broke. Just go for broke. I'm just like I said. I always tell people like one day I'm gonna be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. You're, one day. You're close, bro. I'm almost there. You're close. Now he's gonna. Now Tito's is about that time. You hear that sound? It's that time now. It's that time. Hey, thanks for having me on. Bro. Hell yeah, I appreciate you. And and where can they follow you at? Uh, the Hood Santa, and you know they could follow Local Hearts Foundation uh-huh. on Instagram. And uh, if uh, you send me a message, I always respond. I'm one of those guys mm-hmm. that will respond to anybody. You're like a night out too, huh? Sometimes. Yeah, I don't sleep, dude. Oh what? Yeah, I don't sleep. Yeah. I always see you up still. Like, oh, what? Tito's up, man. Yeah, I I I, I have a hard time sleeping, bro. It's... Yeah, got a lot of thinking, man. There's a lot. I, I think it's just you know being in the studio my whole life too. Music studio mm-hmm. kind of just grew on me over time. And even when I like try to shut down, I'll be up. Well, that's deep, man. I well, think that's when I got to tune into the Mega Man Mega Man Podcast. Mega Man Podcast. Well, <laughs> well, Tito, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Mega Man's Podcast. Uh, personal uh, Mega Man six nine eight zero. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the podcast better. Uh, just to, so I can move up in the ranks in the in the podcast game on Apple. Um, other than that, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, my boy Tito for coming on the podcast. Uh, Junior from Bombass Tacos, Liz from Journey of Hopes, uh, Nick Diamond, uh, Project Coffee uh, Cups. Uh, the Local Hearts Foundation, uh, Sonia, you know, just the whole crew of all Long Beach and everything. Shouts to Gavin, Alex, Emiliano, uh, my daughter Luna, Daddy Loves You, um, just everyone, man. It's just, this has to be one of the best. I, You know what? It, it, this is probably going to be one of my top three uh, best episodes of all time on the Mega Man's podcast. Thank you. Because bro. every time I feel like when I have you on, this is I already know this is gonna be a very special episode. Thank you. Shout out to Sergeant Slaughter. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Sergeant Slaughter for you know for ripping his ass, you know, and everything. <laughs> but I don't wanna get my ass because he H. might come H. out. Oh yeah, H. A. Chong yeah. and anyone else? Or I think that's about yeah, it. That's it, bro. All right, man. Other than that, Fist we're out. Fist pump it. Fist pump right, it. Thank you. All right, later guys. <laughs>